Hey, it's Sean Fennessy, one of the hosts of the Prestige TV podcast. HBO's Barry is back for a fourth and final season. And that means I'll be back recapping the show with co-creator and star Bill Hader to dive deep on the themes, scenes, and major moments in the series. Bill will provide insight into how every episode was made and why it's ending. New Prestige TV Barry recaps will go live every Sunday night when the episode ends. So make sure you're subscribed to the Prestige TV podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. Visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Let's roll, baby. Welcome in the East Coast Bias Boys after dark. You might be listening to this on Thursday morning, but we sit here right after the Boston Celtics laid the smackdown on the Philadelphia 76ers. And now, of course, Joe House, Raheem Palmer, yours truly, J.J. Johnson-Stremski. We got to get you ready for game two of the Western Conference semifinals with the Lakers and the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Raheem, since you are a part of the Philly special production, we love our local pods. I host one of them, of course. Shameless plug for New York, New York. But you are <laughs> Mr. Philly special. Um, you won game one. We had so much fun talking about game one. Mm-hmm. Where are you, you know, psyche-wise? Where, where are you as a whole with your Sixers just getting absolutely steamrolled here in game two? Yet another example of a team down 0-1 at home playing a game two and laying the smackdown. How are you feeling tonight? I mean, at at the end of the day, there's nothing that you can take from this game. I mean, I think we all knew that the Boston Celtics weren't going to lose this game under any circumstances. And, you know, the one thing that we've seen from the Boston Celtics all year long, when they're hitting their threes, they're going to win. They were 20 of 51 from three tonight. What were the Sixers? Six of 30. Joel Embiid was trying to get his rhythm. He was a team worse Minus 23 in that game, 15 points on four for nine shooting. He never really had it. So, I mean, I kind of expected this. So, um, this is just a throwaway game. Yeah, fellas, I wondered to myself as this game was coming into view and we got confirmation that Joel Embiid was going to be playing. You know, I, I, it is after dark, so I feel like I can be a little bit of a dick, right? Of course. Yeah. Did, I we, really, <laughs> did we really think that Joel Embiid? after publicly proclaiming that he went after the MVP this year, which in and of itself, you know, it's, it's admirable. You have to set a goal and he went out and got that goal, but 
did we really think that the first night after he collected that trophy and got his beautiful Rolex from James Harden that Joel Embiid was not going to show up on the national stage? There's only one game tonight. Did we think he was going to take the game off? Now, look, I absolutely understand from a franchise perspective that letting him get some reps, get his legs under him, all that kind of thing makes good basketball sense. But I will tell you this, Dream. You started off by saying there was no circumstance under which the Celtics were going to lose this game. I think the small Sixers lineup gave them fits the other night, and I kind of had a taste. I had a flavor. I wanted to see the Sixers run it back a, a little bit because what it really would have done is put the spotlight on Joe Mass. That pre- I wanted to ratchet up the pressure on the Celtics coach and see if he could make the adjustments. Now, the adjustment, as you so so gloriously put it, was the Celtics made all their threes and the Sixers made none of their threes. So that's ball game. But, yeah. you know, I just wanted to see that small Sixers lineup a little bit more. I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, like, I love when Doc Rivers has his back against the wall and he's under man because he instantly becomes a top five coach. And, you know, like James <laughs> like James Harden with a, a five-out lineup is still one of the scariest offenses in the league. So I'm with you. I wanted to see that again, and I wanted Joel to come back for game three in mm-hmm. front of the home crowd where I feel like that home crowd could have gave him energy. And I, I I feel like we missed the opportunity to give Joel some more rest and, you know, play that five-out lineup with James Harden. So um, it is what it is, though. You know, I get all that, fellas. And I had a Philadelphia 76er fan in my life watching the game here, the great Sean Gelman, and he felt the same way you guys did. To me, it's about the conditioning, though. I feel like the Sixers and Joel Embiid are going to be on the same page with this. They're not going to have conflicting viewpoints on what they're thinking and how they're feeling going into a playoff series. And listen, Raheem, you know this better than anybody. If you're going to beat the Boston Celtics and if you're going to win this series, they are not doing it without Joel Embiid. I'm sorry. They are not beating the Boston Celtics if Joel Embiid does not play for six or seven of these games or whatever the case may be. So, yeah, it would have been a moment. I still think, Raheem, it's going to be a freaking moment. He's going to be at home. It's the first time he's back at home since winning an MVP. He's going to be juiced up by that. Philadelphia, as a team for that matter, should be juiced up by that. And I do think, Raheem, it will help him beat, assuming he's right. Now, you don't know if he's right. House doesn't know if he's right. I don't know if he's right. But assuming he can get his body to where it needs to be, I think building up that conditioning and stamina, I think it helps him going into Friday. I really do. Yeah, I can agree with that. I do think you have to get your legs under you and you have to you have to play some real basketball. He hadn't done anything in about like 14 days. So um, I think he'll be ready. And I think game three is going to be rocking in Philadelphia. So I'm excited to see that. And I will say this. He did serve notice early in the game about, uh, you know, there's a rim protector in the house. I mean, it looked like he could have blocked every shot that he wanted to block. He stopped the layup line that the Celtics enjoyed in the first half, the first three quarters of of game one, and that all by itself is is a, a valuable uh, you know message to send and and you know a reminder of of who Joel Embiid is and what he brings to the table. So you know on, on balance, uh, I'm fine with the idea of getting him his reps. And let's see that that home crowd for Philly Dream. They they got to show out, buddy. 
Oh, yeah, they definitely will show out. I mean, there's going to be a lot of drunk people at that game. Um, there's going to be a lot of people getting tormented on the court. So <laughs> I'm excited. Well, are that. you going to be one of those lunatics there Friday night, Raheem? Are you oh, thinking no, about no, making no. your I'm, way? I, I'm a good kid. I've never got thrown out of a game. Well, I'm, I'm not saying to the thrown out of a game, but I'm, are you going to be making your presence felt on Friday night is more my question. Um, I'm probably going to chill. I'm probably watching from the house. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. I wanted to run this by you, fellas, because we talked about this the other day in our outstanding uh, Fandle TV ringer. The social media extraordinaire thought it was worthwhile to post it as a social media clip, Joe House. So now, if you're wondering about these Sixers and the Celtics from a series perspective, Boston is at minus 255. Philadelphia is at plus 210. House? Any interest? Sixers plus two ten to win the series. Yeah, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put a little in now. I'm gonna go ahead and put a little in now, because um, it, it, I I think I really believe that the Sixers are live in this series, and it wouldn't surprise me one little bit if they held serve come Friday night. I do think that crowd's gonna be rabid. I mean, it's the Celtics and the Sixers. It's it goes back forty five, fifty years. I, I think it's going to be tremendous. So I want I want a taste, not a huge investment, but I want a taste of two to one odds at this juncture in the series. Yeah, I'm going to do a little bit on the Sixers right now. Dream, any interest? I'm not going to play anything. I think I'm just going to play this series game by game. Um, I think that's my approach to it. I don't I don't want to jump in now. Um, I think the series likely goes back to Boston two two. Um, so I'm I'm kind of just going to play game by game. You know, House, this might be the emotional aspect coming in for me because I am rooting hard for Philadelphia in this series. And it's not just because my New York Knickerbockers are on the other side of the bracket. It's, you know, I got Celtic fatigue. They've won. I'm sick of them. They were in the NBA Finals last year. So I am very tempted to hop on board with you. My my fear is, though, and be not 100% right, the Celtics shoot the ball well for a majority of the games in this series, and that's their blueprint of winning. I do think, though, Philadelphia plus one and a half games. If that's something you want to go near, uh, you got to lay juice for it, though. Yeah. Minus 150. So, you know what? You you said a hell with that. I ain't laying juice. I'm taking them to win the series outright. Yeah, and, and I think Dream's approach is, is the sensible way, but I, I don't mind going to having a little investment right now uh, as well as playing it game by game. Well, fellas, let's get to game two, Western Conference semifinals. Uh, my head is still spinning. And, and if I was Steph Curry and Steve Kerr, I'd have some choice words for Jordan Poole after taking one of the worst and most ill-advised threes that you were ever going to see. I mean, just think about that for a minute. You have Steph Curry and Klay Thompson boys on your team and Jordan Poole is popping from half-court house. What is that? JJ, this is the the the... That the, that game went according to script. We talked about that script. We did the whole script right here on East Coast Bias. On Tuesday, the preview of how that series might go, and it fed right into the podcast that went up Tuesday. Um, the Lakers play some defense, and the Lakers forced the ball out of Steph Curry's hand, and it ended up in Jordan Poole's hands, and that's what the Lakers wanted, and that's why the Lakers won the game. But, you know, this series has got six more games to go from my humble perspective. And I, I'm very excited for the gambling opportunities come game two. Dream. Well, I'm glad that you mentioned Oh, yeah, I'm very excited about that. And so are you, Raheem. So let's <laughs> save some of these thoughts here. And it's time for Raheem the Dream, the man of honor here on East Coast Bias, to deliver and deliver in a big way. 
hundredth time, backed by popular demand for game two of the West semifinals, the marquee series, the LeBron Curry Laker Warriors series for him. What do you got, bro? Okay, so we did skip yesterday for the hundreds. We are now sitting at 29 and 22 plus $440 for this hundredth segment. We skipped yesterday. We're going to go with the Golden State Warriors minus five and a half. I think this is simple. Um, you know, teams down 0-1 in a series at home in game two are 19-1 straight up and 18-2 and against the spread since 2018. They've been covering a spread by almost 10 points a game. Celtics got it done yesterday. I think the Warriors get it done today. And I think the biggest thing that we saw in game one is that the Lakers absolutely emptied the clip. I mean, you saw Anthony Davis play 44 minutes. You saw LeBron James play 40 minutes. Anthony Davis played the entire second half. And Golden State, who really didn't have that same mental focus coming off of a game seven, they were the fresher team down the stretch. And I think that's going to carry over to this game. I mean, you saw them make that 14-0 run to, to tie the game. I like the Golden State Warriors in this game. You know, Steph Curry, I mean, he was just 10 to 24 from the field. I think he will have an even bigger night Tonight, I mean, in game two, you you look at the fact that the Golden State Warriors, they're open on a lot of these threes. They were 21 of 53. <laughs> I think they could have shot better for all the open looks that they got. Andrew Wiggins was just one and five. So um, I like the Golden State Warriors minus five and a half. Yeah, I can't fight you on that. And listen, I'm on the Lakers for the series, as you guys know. I had the Lakers with House and Raheem in game number one, which was fantastic. It was a family sweep across the board. Lakers took care of business. They covered the number. They won the game outright. There was a lot to like. House, these teams, though, and we just saw it with the Celtics and the Sixers in this particular game, too. The teams that have been down 0-1 that are at home so far this postseason, I mean, you look at the trends and you look at the numbers that back it up, it's impossible to fade these teams in this spot. Like, I, it doesn't change my perception on the series, but I think it's a lengthy series. I think it's a back-and-forth series. and. Uh, we saw Memphis stick it to the Lakers if you go back to their game two at home after losing game one at home. I think it's a Warrior double-digit margin victory. Can't go against that trend, House. Can't do it. It's very scary. Another family play in effect this this Thursday night game. We are in lockstep on this Lakers-Golden State Warriors series. I already, as soon as the number popped up, I jumped on it on, on Golden State. I, I did it open at five and a half or, or or did I catch a five? I don't remember now. But I, I I mean I made an initial investment. I'm gonna make a secondary investment. There'll be a third investment right before game time because it, it is the 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 thing that I wondered about is is there any possibility that the rest disadvantage that the Warriors uh arrived on Tuesday night with does that carry through, carry over to Thursday night. Cause this is, this is now four games in, you know, in, in basically, you know, six nights for them from the Friday of last week, Friday, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, that's a lot of basketball. And considering the stakes in game six and game seven against the Kings, uh, for sure, they were going to lay an egg, uh, in game one. We caught that, that, uh, tied perfectly. I agree with the idea that, um, there will be a regression in terms of how many threes that they, they make, that they're going to make more threes coming in here. Um, and for sure, you can't put all those minutes on LeBron and AD. You're playing with fire. And I agree with the strategy, by the way. It was the right strategy. 
but I, I, I'm going to give like sleeping in my own bed advantage. That's what I'm going to give the, the warriors in, in this uh, circumstance. Um, Cause I, I still wonder about all of the mileage on their legs, you know, just over the past week and, and a lot of high leverage uh, basketball, but it's not changing my, my wager strategy one bit. Yeah, it is a concern. I don't think that's unreasonable house. And I think that could be a concern not only on Thursday night, but what you see from the Warriors as this series goes on or if they're lucky enough to win this series, you know, the toll it takes. Listen, they were in the NBA Finals. They won the championship last year. They had a very up and down regular season. A lot of mileage now on those bodies in lengthy playoff series here, Raheem. I do think if there's a guy to circle though that I think is going to have a monster game for the Warriors, and I'm not going out on much of a limb by saying this, and no, it's not Steph Curry. I think Thompson. Thompson is a guy that I look at, Raheem, when they are in those pressurized situations. We've seen it in the game sixes over the years. We've seen it in a lot of big games for the Golden State Warriors. He seems to rise to the occasion. So a way I'm going to play this, too, in addition to taking the, uh, what, five and a half, I'm going to take the Warriors to win, and I'm going to look for Thompson maybe to go and get 20. I'm going to take Thompson to go and bang a couple of threes. I'm going to throw a couple of my eggs dream in the clay basket, knowing, hey, big game clay, he's going to show up. Yeah, I like that. I do like that. But I also like Wiggins. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think they have anybody who can defend Wiggins. I mean, when you look at the fact that Jared Vanderbilt, he's been chasing Steph Curry around heavy. Look at LeBron James. LeBron James isn't the guy that he was before. I think Wiggins could have a big game, and I think he could have a big series. And, you know, the one thing I'm, I, I saw in game one is that if Steph Curry is not going to get his, it's up to everybody else to perform. And I think guys like Wiggins, I think guys like Klay Thompson. I mean, you saw Jordan Poole. Outside of the, the last second shot that he had, which was ill-advised, he had his best game in the postseason. So um, I, I think the, the Warriors' role guys are really going to step up here. And I think you could play a lot of their props over. So United Front, we're all on the Golden State Warriors. Um, House, final thought here. You like the Lakers to win this series? Or are you going to now invest in Golden State at plus money to go and get it done? I, for, I know I was on the Lakers for the series. I forget if we were. I know we were all on the Lakers in game one. Where do you stand yeah, on this Yeah, that was a family right play. Now? Yeah, that so was a family play for the series. There we go. I have money. I, I have a, a handful of units on the Lakers to win the series. I immediately jumped on Gold State, though. <laughs> I, I, I have you a hedge in place. You wanted a little middle. Okay. I enough. have a middle. I do. I have a hedge in place uh, right away. As soon as you get, get, give me Golden State, uh, you know, the, 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 the team with home court advantage, the defending champions, the team with Steph Curry. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. Grab. That's plus money. Okay, I'll take a little. Give me, let me, let me slide out of that full Laker position just a little bit because this, this thing's it's going seven, baby. This one's going seven. I think so too. I can't believe I'm saying this, Raheem, because I, I am not a Laker fan by any means. But because of the fact that I have a Laker ticket right now at twenty to one to win the title, I love LA. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying that. Like, listen, right now, the two futures that I have cooking right now, boys, are both in the Western Conference. Denver, and then we talked about it, like, right around the play, and I said, you know what? I'm going to get invested, as ill-advised as this may be. I'm getting in on the Lakers to win the title. So, uh, I love LA, baby. Let's go. 
Like, I love it. I'm, I'm mad that I didn't take those championship futures. I think, you know, on here on this podcast, I said I like the Lakers to make the playoffs. And obviously, they had already cashed. But I should have got a little greedier. Um, but I do think the Lakers are going to win this series. I just think it's going to be a long, drawn-out series while the Nuggets are rusting. So um, if you don't have Nuggets futures yet, it's not too late. I mean, you can still get a good price on them. Um, and it just feels like the Nuggets are just continually being undervalued. I mean, they're plus 390 right now, and they're up two games on the Phoenix Suns. No other team is up two games. And you look at this Phoenix Suns team, they don't have any depth. So I think the Nuggets are, you know, pretty much a lock to get to the Western Conference Finals. So um, it's not too late to play their futures. Well, I know this, boys. we got a family play for this Laker Warrior game, too. I have a feeling when we do this podcast Thursday night into Friday morning, we are not going to have a couple of family plays because we'll have the full slate of weekend basketball to dissect. We'll have game three for Phoenix and the Denver Nuggets. We will have the pivotal game three in the gladiator fight, as Eric Spolstra put it the other night, with my Knickerbockers and those cockroach Miami Heat. I mean, basically, by the way, you guys would have house, you would have liked this. I'm on TV last night, and I'm just like, I can't stand this fucking team, man. I can't stand them. And I say that <laughs> out of love. Miami, you know, it's all love. It's all love. I respect your team, but when you're going against them, House Raheem, it is infuriating. It's infuriating going against this E team. So I had a, I had to keep it together on live television. Just saying. So we'll have you covered every which way. Friday, getting you ready for the weekend. Raheem will have hundred pick score. See you in 24 hours, boys. I like this late night thing. This, this is, is uh, fun. The new norm, maybe for the next couple. Dirty of weeks. things go down after dark, JJ. We know it. East Coast buys after dark for Raheem for House. JJ signing off. Good job by the Wargon Warrior. Same time, same place. Manana. Be good, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday. I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side-by-side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.